Today I want to speak about how to invest your life in what really matters this year. And we're going to look at this tiny story that Jesus tells in Matthew 13. Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy, went and sold all he had and bought that field. I wonder how you're doing today. I, I certainly didn't feel that 2021 was going to feel quite as much like 2020. Because 2020 had quite a lot of ups and downs and there were some really difficult days in it. And in spite of that, I kind of felt like I learned some stuff in 2020. You know, the, the difficult days taught me things, like the, the importance of friendship and faith and the power of kindness in the midst of the fragility of life. And just if you take one day, I was walking down this, the pavement one day and this, this car just mounted the pavement, came towards me, hit me. And I found myself on my back and then I was put into this ambulance and I was looking at the roof of this ambulance, trying to process everything, thinking I'm not quite sure how injured I am and all these thoughts were going through my mind. And in that moment, in the middle of the crisis, I suddenly had the moment of clarity. And I said to God, look, whatever happens, I just want to be a good husband, a good father, and to be able to help people get to know Jesus. And the crisis passed, actually I wasn't seriously injured and within a couple of weeks I was fully recovered. But I didn't want to lose that clarity about what really mattered I'd had in that moment. And it feels a bit like that at the moment. We're in a bit of a storm and there's hope on the horizon. One day this storm will pass. But I don't want to miss the opportunity for this crisis to clarify what really matters and Jesus tells this story to help us see the significance of what really matters. The, God's kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, God's rule and reign in our lives and in this world, living in a way that Jesus is Lord of our lives. And one day that will be evident in all its fullness, but we can see that even today in our everyday lives this year. We can take hold of that spiritual treasure. And the first thing we see is the importance of finding what is most valuable. Jesus talks about the treasure buried, hidden in a field. And in those days, if you had a lot of treasure, one of the ways to keep it safe was actually just to bury it in a field. But sometimes people would forget where they buried it or they, they might die and not tell anyone where they buried their treasure. So this, this treasure was out there in very ordinary looking fields. But you had to dig a bit and find it to discover it. And sometimes it can be like that in life, that sometimes valuable things don't show their value at first glance. You have to dig a little bit, you have to dig a bit deeper. I've been on a, a call, a video call, um, with people from all around the world every month for the last two, three years. And a couple of years ago, we started using this thing called Zoom. Zoom. And I, I hadn't heard of Zoom, I didn't know about it, and I thought it's interesting we're using this. And quite quickly I thought, wow, this is really great. It really works really well. There's no glitches. It's quite smooth, very simple. Even I can use it one click. And I would say to people, if they were doing video calls, I said, oh, you should, you should use Zoom. I, it's, it actually works really well. And we'd talk to some people about it. Anyway, of course, the pandemic hits. And within about a week, everyone is using Zoom. You're using Zoom for meetings, for work, using Zoom for family quizzes, for workout sessions, even for dates. And I saw someone who I'd chatted to a couple of years before about it, and I said, isn't it interesting, Zoom, you know, it was actually quite undervalued. And he said, oh, it's hugely undervalued. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, just look at the share price. It's, it's gone through the roof. And I was like, oh, the share price, what do you mean? And he looked at me and he said, 
oh, did you not buy shares? And I was like, what? And he's like, oh, my shares have gone up three times. In, in just in, in the last week, they've gone up three, four. I said, you bought shares? And I was thinking, why didn't I buy shares? I mean, what, why didn't I buy shares? And I was thinking, well, I've never actually bought a share. I've never owned a share. I wouldn't even know how to buy one. But I could have done something. Maybe I could have tried to buy one share. But I had seen the value, but I hadn't actually invested in it. And it can often be that way with spiritual treasure. Maybe we walk by the field and we don't even look, we're too busy. Or maybe we do step into the field and we have a little look. Maybe we dig a bit, we glimpse a bit of the value. Maybe we actually take hold of the spiritual treasure and we see the value, but then life gets a bit busy and we put it to one side and we're distracted by other things. And we can kind of be aware that there's value there, but we're not investing our whole lives in it. And I, I feel quite struck by that at the moment because uh, in our Alpha Online small group that we've been having over the last few weeks and months. People who outside the church, new to this spiritual treasure, are, are often seeing the value of it, clearer even than I see it. Uh, there was a moment when Holly, who co-hosts the group with me, and Holly has her own startup, a marketing startup, and she was got through to the final round of a bidding process for a really big contract that lots of big companies were bidding for as well. And so she said in our Alpha Online Small Group, she's like, oh, tomorrow I've got the, the final pitch and it's really exciting, a bit daunting. And then Andy, who's one of the guests in our group, wasn't a church guy, and he, some, he, and actually Andy and Holly have both given me permission to tell this story. Andy pipes up and he says, well, I'll tell you what, Holly, I'll throw a prayer up for you. I'll ask God to help you with your pitch and then it goes well. And I was so surprised because Andy had only been a Christian for three days at that point. And I've been a Christian for a lot longer than that. And Andy's first reaction was, well, I'll pray about it. Because for Andy, if God exists and he's listening, why wouldn't you pray? And that was not my first reaction, but he saw the spiritual value, the, spirit, the value of the spiritual treasure, clearer than I did. It's been so interesting seeing people uncovering the spiritual treasure and the wonder of un uncovering the spiritual treasure. And I look at that and I think, that's what I want to recover. And at the moment, I'm thinking, how can I do that? And I wonder if there's one thing you could do to help yourself this year take a step towards that spiritual treasure. For me, I've always um, got up early and I have a cup of tea and then I open my Bible and I read my Bible and I ask God to speak to me through his word and that makes a massive difference to my day. But at the moment with all that's going on, all the craziness of everything, I'm finding that one dose isn't enough. I need a double dose. So what I'm doing is, because you know, my head gets filled with all these things during the day and then what I'm finding in the evening just before I go to bed is it really helps if I open my Bible again and then I'll just read a psalm. And the Psalms are like prayers to God in the book of Psalms in the Bible. And I find it, I can kind of pray the words of that Psalm and almost process some of the things I'm thinking about or worried about. And as I read it, I feel this peace descend on me and a stillness. And then I go to bed and it's making a really big difference to me. It might be something like that. One thing you might try to help you take a step towards the spiritual treasure this year. And then one thing you might try to help someone else take a step towards that spiritual treasure. One of my good friends from uni, I've invited him on Alpha a couple of times over the years. It's never quite worked, he works quite hard and he's traveling a bit, 
But I'm thinking at the moment, what else is there to do? You know, the evenings are pretty clear in lockdown. There's never been a better time for him to try out for online. So I'm going to send him a text this week and invite him along. It might be that. Or it might be just picking up the phone and giving someone a call. One of the days last year where it just feels like, you know, those days where it feels like everything's going wrong and you're wrestling a number of different things. And I had one of those moments where I just felt quite on my own. And, and at that moment, my phone ran and it was great friends and they were saying they said just wanted to find to say we're thinking of you we're praying for you and we're with you and I tell you I will never forget the way it felt it was almost like God was comforting me through their kindness it was an extraordinary feeling and it was just in one sense, it was just a phone call, but in another sense, it meant the world. Never underestimate the impact you can have with one small act of kindness, even picking up the phone to someone this week. So one thing that you can do to help someone else take a step towards that spiritual treasure. So you can find what is most valuable, but then fix your eyes on what is most valuable. I find it fascinating that Jesus says, the man finds the treasure. And then he goes and sells all he has, everything, to buy the field. He doesn't do it half-heartedly or reluctantly. He goes and sells everything he has in his joy. He's so captivated by the value of this treasure he's discovered. So, so excited to take hold of it. He can't wait to, to trade everything he has to get hold of it. And this year, I want to recover that sense of wonder and joy at the remarkable truth that we get to be in a relationship with Jesus. That because what Jesus has done for us on the cross, we can approach God as much loved children. That he bends his ear to hear our prayer. That even on our worst days, we're not on our own. He is with us. And his spirit is at work, turning even the most difficult things in our lives for good. And we can know the power of the Holy Spirit in our everyday lives. And he's at work, comforting us, strengthening us, guiding us, protecting us. And that whatever this year holds, he goes before us. You see, I find Jesus completely captivating on my worst day, on my best day. I think, who is this guy? I mean, Jesus is the great treasure, the most important treasure, the most valuable treasure. I mean, he, he had unmistakable power and yet was remarkably gentle. He had obvious authority and yet he was so full of compassion. He had the most important job in the world and yet he had time for the least, the last and the lost. You know, he didn't, doesn't give up on us when we're too busy or distracted by many things or feel too broken to come close to him. He comes close to us. He made the first move. He was willing to give himself for me and for you to pay any price, to bear any burden, to win us for God. Why? Because of the joy set before him. He saw the treasure in you, in me, the treasure of winning us for a relationship 
with God. And so he was willing to make himself nothing, to trade it all, to be obedient to death, even even death on a cross, in order that he might win you, win me. And when I see that, when I glimpse that afresh, it almost reframes everything for me this year. I want to put Jesus first, put the the most valuable treasure first in my life. And then everything else can fit into place around that. And then take hold of that spiritual treasure and then see what God might want to do in our families, in our friendships, amongst our colleagues, in our city this year. In Jesus' name, Amen. And what we're going to do now is I'm just going to pray and we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us, to guide us, to help us. So maybe you want to hold out your hands like this as a sign you'd like to receive from God. Maybe you want to close your eyes and fix your thoughts on Jesus. And I'm just going to pray. Would you come, Holy Spirit? Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, you know every person listening to my voice. You know what we're facing. You know what's on our mind. Would you help us? Comfort us. Guide us. Strengthen us. Would you help us to take hold? of the spiritual treasure which is available to us this year. In Jesus' name.